Can you believe it? It is already Thanksgiving week 2022. Man, this year has just flown by. I've got so much to be grateful for. And today I want to invite you into a rethinking of the concept of gratitude. I want to challenge what we really believe about this. And I have a call to action. Welcome to the Reman Initiative. Hey guys, welcome to the show and thank you as always for taking a few minutes out of your busy week, especially a holiday week, to spend them with me. Hey, I want to read you a passage of scripture out of Psalm 100, a thanksgiving psalm. Shout out praises to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with joy. Enter his presence with joyful singing. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give him thanks. Praise his name. For the Lord is good. His loyal love endures. And his, he is faithful through all generations. I love that. I love David. If you read that particular psalm, you'll see that there are exclamation points after each one of those sentences. That David was emphatic about giving God praise and gratitude. I couldn't let this week go by without giving you guys just a little dose of gratitude. You know, the scriptures are full of encouragement for us to give thanks and offer gratitude to God. We're taught that of all the people of the earth, those of us who are God's children should be marked by gratitude. I mean, it should literally pour out of us like living waters. Now, that sounds wonderful, but for all practical purposes, it's not an attitude that we see often from others, is it? I mean, we are just as likely to experience gratitude from someone who is outside of Jesus as we are to experience it from someone who is our brother or sister in Christ. Gratitude should not be something that we practice annually. It should be something we practice daily. But I'm getting ahead of my own thoughts here. Let's define gratitude first. Now, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary says that gratitude is a state of thankfulness or being grateful. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, that still seems a little vague for me. I see gratitude as a thankful appreciation for something we have acknowledged we've received, either tangible or intangible, externally or internally. It's an acknowledgement that something good has happened to us or for us, and that the source of that goodness is outside of ourselves. It's an expression of thankfulness that we give towards that source of goodness. And when it's done properly, it helps us to connect with that something or someone 
that's greater than ourselves in a very real and tangible way. Gratitude is a mindfulness that whatever comes our way, and regardless of circumstances, be it joyful or in sorrow, God is for us, not against us. And He gives good gifts to all of mankind, even those who fail to acknowledge Him as God. We're encouraged repeatedly to offer thanksgiving and to show gratitude to God. To the outsider or the casual onlooker, one might be tempted to think that God was somehow being arrogant to even ask for such a thing. I mean, come on, if we're being honest, most of us have probably thought this at one time or another. But you know, it's, not, it's really God's people, His leaders, His prophets, that are encouraging us to offer thanksgiving to God. Yes, God is doing it through them. He's encouraging us to do it. But it's the heart of those that know Him and have experienced Him that are really saying, I'll give praise to Him. Give thanks to Him. And what if I told you that by teaching us to offer gratitude, by God moving upon men and women to encourage us to offer Him thanksgiving and gratitude, that God was actually doing us one of the most kind and loving things He could ever do for us. What if we're asked to offer thanksgiving so that we might be filled with joy? What if the practice of thanksgiving was in and of itself a tremendous loving gift that we have overlooked and just failed to understand? What if gratitude is a spiritual law that has as much effect on our humanity as gravity does? In the past decades, there have been numerous studies that have been done by doctors from many different colleges and institutions on the effects of gratitude on the human mind and body. Studies like the one done by Dr. Robert A. Emmons from the University of California, Davis a college that is hardly a bastion of Christian thinking. Dr. Emmons states the following. We've studied more than 1,000 people from ages 8 to 80 and found that people who practice gratitude consistently report a host of benefits. Physically, they have stronger immune systems. They're less bothered by aches and pains. They have lower blood pressure. They tend to exercise more and take better care of their health. They sleep longer and they feel more refreshed upon waking. Psychologically, they have higher levels of positive emotions. They're more alert, alive, and awake. They have more joy and more pleasure. They experience more optimism and happiness. Socially, they're more helpful, generous, and compassionate. They tend to be more forgiving, more outgoing, and feel less lonely and isolated. Dr. Emmons continues by saying the social benefits are especially significant here. 
Because after all, gratitude is a social emotion. I see it as a relationship-strengthening emotion because it requires us to see how we've been supported and affirmed by other people. Now, there's other studies that have shown that gratitude unshackles us from toxic emotions. It rewires our brain to be more aware and present in the moment and to enjoy the moments that we are in. It's been shown to promote higher self-esteem. As Dr. Emmons stated, it tends to make us more generous and giving towards others. It suppresses selfish behavior, promotes feelings of love towards others, and builds stronger relationships. True gratitude doesn't deny difficult circumstances, but it instead refocuses our attention to something worthy of appreciation, even in the midst of struggles. Gratitude has been clinically proven to build emotional and mental resiliency and grit in a person, which has the power to sustain them when the dark times come. And if you've lived any time at all, you know it ain't a matter of if tough times is going to come. It's a matter of when. How many of the ills of our society today could be eradicated by the simple practice of gratitude? It seems gratitude holds the key to sustainable joy regardless of our circumstances. Wow, what a powerful gift we receive when we give gratitude. If we are wired to receive all these benefits from simply practicing gratitude towards others, how much more could we receive and enjoy if the focus of our gratitude was on the one who wired us this way to start with? I challenge you today to take this holiday season from now until New Year's Day and each day write down a paragraph or two of gratitude. Journal your gratitude to God and offer Him thanks from a heart that has truly taken time to be grateful. Write a letter to your wife thanking her for all she has done and how she has blessed you and express your gratitude for all that she does for you and your family. Write a letter to your kids, thanking them for how they fill your life with joy and happiness. Write a letter to your parents, to your siblings, to a mentor, a close brother or sister in Christ, or even your pastor. There are 40 days from this day till New Year's Day. Give yourself the gift of gratitude and perhaps learn to carry a daily practice of this into 2023. You may find it to be the greatest year of your life if you do so. Allow the Holy Spirit to change your heart around the practice of gratitude in worship this holiday season, and see the gratitude we are encouraged to offer God in a different light. Sure. He wants our gratitude, and He honors it, but not because He needs it, rather because we do, and because He loves us. 
He knows that when we offer Him true gratitude, our relationship with Him becomes something He truly desires and something we truly long for, whether we know it or not. He becomes Father, and we we begin acting and living like healthy, happy sons and daughters, kinder towards each other and more loving towards Him. Hmm. Isn't that truly the spirit of thanksgiving and the heart of Christmas, the heart of Christ, who is still the reason for this season? Happy Thanksgiving. I am truly grateful for all of you who take the time to listen and support this podcast. And I'm thankful to God that He has given me the ability and the technology to even do this. Here's praying God's favor and blessings upon you and yours this holiday season. God bless. Enjoy the holidays. You've been listening to the Reman Initiative. For more information, you can check us out on the web at www.experienceremand.com. There's a contact page there. If you like what we're doing or if you've got a comment, feel free to send us something. We enjoy reading those. Hey, if you like what we're doing here and you don't mind taking the time, leave us a five-star review on whatever platform you happen to be listening to this show on. It really helps us promote the show. Until next week, God bless, guys.